hard work every day. Not an easy mom, got no time to play. Always on the go. You stuck on the flow, but it's time for the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another amazing episode of our Not For Lazy Moms podcast. What's going on, Ali? It has been a week, so <laughs> I am excited to escape my family and hang out with you guys. <laughs> I know that's right. Look, Chris can't escape me. He got to live with me every day and work with me. <laughs> and I told him, you got to show up with a smile on your face and people think you unhappy. <laughs> but I'm so excited about our discussion today because we are, it's reminiscent for us. Becoming a new mom is like a whirlwind. How do I put this baby down? Why do I feel like I'm a stalker watching my baby sleep? I can't stop looking at this precious, precious creation. You know, the motherhood obsession is very real. And honestly, it's the best kind of obsession to have. But we have a special guest today. So I'm really excited. I'm a popper on the screen right now. What's going on, Hazel E? What's popping, Monique? What's going on? <laughs> Listen, today, guys, we have Erica Tiffany Adams, who we all know as Hazel E. She is a publicist a brand consultant, an entrepreneur, a rapper. She's originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. And she rose to worldwide fame by participating as a regular on VH1's hit series, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. But today we are going to be talking about her new baby because in June of this year, she gave birth to her beautiful daughter, her and her husband, Davon, and they gave birth to their beautiful baby girl, Ava Dior. And you are like completely obsessed with her. I know that's, I know that has to be the case. Oh my God. Like obsessed. I don't even know if that's the word and that's a big word. Yes. Yes. It's like, it's OD. It's like overdose on Ava Dior. Like, she's. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. And just tell me, like, what has motherhood done to you? How has it changed you? Do you feel different? Like, what what is your emotions like these days? Um, Motherhood has completely changed me. Like, my outlook on life, I feel like it's different because, like, now I have someone to live for and someone to think about, like before I make decisions, like, is this gonna be good for Ava? Is is Ava gonna be up at this time? Is she gonna be like, my world is like surrounded by just my, our love for her. And um, it's also calmed me down. It's made me like, you know, work on self image and just being like a good role model and a great woman for her to look up to. Like, I want her to be able to be proud of her mom and I don't wanna like, you know, do things that would, you know, make you know make her feel some type of way later on like yeah. i want her to just be proud of me period oh my god no i love that and you know i've been through some things um recently that mm -hmm. put me in a position where i had to sit down with my kids and i swear sitting down with my kids and having to have those uncomfortable talks about what i'm doing that i need to work on is worse than like talking to my parents about it so really? oh, god. it definitely does make you just kind of like second guess and just say, all right, let me make sure that this is something that my child can look at, but also being real and just saying, hey, I'm still human. And mm -hmm. I might I mean, your, your yeah. daughter is going to know, like, if a, if a bitch is talking slick at the lip, she might get popped. I mean, <laughs> it, it is. I mean, you know, it's like you have to be able to defend yourself. I'm going to definitely teach Ava how to defend herself and not to take mess from anybody, you know, and just to own who you are and that's it. And don't let nobody make you feel bad about it. And we can grow. I've, you know, 
I've personally had to drag a couple of people on TV and I'm definitely not proud of it, but I definitely showed that, you know, I'm not going to just stand for anything and I'm going to be able to defend myself if I need, if, if need be. And that's that. And we're going to move on. We're going to build a bridge and we're going to get across it. Yes. It's all about how you <laughs> move forward. That's what I say. It's always about the journey. So what's interesting to me is that you actually had to go through your pregnancy and even giving birth during the pandemic, during COVID. Like how has that been and how, like, cause I know I've never experienced that. So I'm just really curious to know what was it like with doctor visits and, and then being in a labor room and not having mm -hmm. visitors? They cut like a lot of my doctor visits off just because they didn't want like the risk of, you know, contracting infections because the doctors are on the front line. They're the ones facing coming face to face with this disease every day. So we got a lot of doctor's appointments cut. It was so much anxiety because you just didn't want to make the wrong step. Like if I get COVID, then my baby's going to get COVID. Like it's anxiety. They cut. Um, Davon was not allowed to come to, he got to come to one ultrasound before COVID happened, which was the one to find out our gender. He never got to go to another ultrasound after 22 weeks. So we had to FaceTime when I was in the ultrasound, I might have to FaceTime him on the camera so he could see the ultrasounds. Um, we were fortunate that he was the first round of dads that were allowed back into delivery. Um, able, you know, she held out to 39 weeks, thank God. Little <laughs> full her baby. And she held out and that allowed him to come into the delivery room process. So that was like a blessing because I couldn't imagine that doing that like without him. Like that was I was already over going into the doctor's appointments and him having to wait in the car, him having to wait in lobby because you come through, you got to get a temperature check. You got to fill out forms. Have you been here? Have you been in contact? You know, all those things, masks, gloves, then only you are allowed up in there at the time. So it was just like, you know, you lost a little bit of your like support system and this is like both of our first kids. So it was kind of like, you know, it's it definitely nerve wracking. But yeah, you, you know, what's crazy is, you know, as the man, that had to be hard because, you know, I was with Monique just about on every checkup, every step of the way. And you want to be a part of that process. So I, I definitely, um, you know, my heart goes out to him because he couldn't be there through every step to support you. And also, too, you know, experience it for himself. Yeah, I mean, like I said, and he was so great because he was a dad that wanted to come to every single appointment. And like I said, whether he waited in the car or the lobby, he was there and he was, you know, and we did the best we could. And we. At the end of the day, we delivered a healthy baby girl, COVID free. She was like tens across the boards. And we're still kind of not necessarily like isolating, but we're still really in a social distance world because she's already had to have a COVID test. Like, wow. Because just because a lot of these babies are being born with COVID or they're going to the pediatricians. And once one has COVID, we've already changed pediatricians twice because of two COVID outbreaks in the right. medical center here in Houston. Yeah. And so they unfortunately have to get the nose test too. We had to get it to even deliver. It was. So I, so I tell you what, COVID has been a blessing to a whole bunch of deadbeat dads then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Right. Constant, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. 
They used an excuse about the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't coming anyway, but they got an excuse. Yeah, I right. Because they had said, <laughs> oh my God. Go ahead, Allie. I know you had something to say. Well, I, I mean, I was kind of going back to, you know, outside of COVID, um, which by the way, you look beautiful. Congratulations. You. Like Thank to you. have your first, you know, I remember with my first, my husband was like, yes, I'm coming to every appointment. And then the second he's like, all right, yeah, FaceTime me. Like no COVID <laughs> It's just like, I got it. Like, we all look weird in the ultrasound. Like, it's kind of like, you know. But I wanted to know, you know, you're five months in, right? With your first child. So amazing. Is there something that like has, and I'm sure there are a lot of things, but is there one thing that really has surprised you about motherhood? Something that you were like, wow, I didn't know this part of it would be this hard. Something, you know, along those lines. Um, Surprise me. God, the you know what surprised me? <laughs> when people said that you'll miss being pregnant and that <laughs> you'll automatically want another one. And when you're pregnant and you're like, yeah, right, never, I'm never, I'm never gonna miss this. And then you start to find yourself looking at baby bump photos and remembering the bonding time and like, okay, I think I want another one. What? Like that surprised me because being pregnant, especially towards the end, it gets kind of miserable. You know, it's not sharing your, you know, your body, like it's a whole different experience, but the simple fact that I've had moments to where I've missed it and really like, okay, so maybe like in a year or two, we'll try it again. I'll see if we get Ava's sibling. It's, it's shocking to me just because I didn't think that I would just be in love with it so much that I'd want to keep running it back to back like that. Oh, I love that. How did you come up with her name? Um, okay, Ava's name. So we did a gender reveal and we had these cute little name cards that said Erica, so my name is A-R-I-C-A, and then Davon on the table. And we were trying to pick names. We wanted her name to be Ashton because I wanted a gender neutral name. Yeah. But then as she was, I just didn't feel like she was Ashton no more. I just felt like she was, you know, like, you know, she's going to be a princess. Like, I just felt she was going to be that girl. So we have, we used to play in coronaviruses um, word puzzle games. Like, you know, when you get all the letters and you make words out of them. Yeah. So we put our names together and made oh. a name out of our names, which is Ava Dior. I so, love it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So put them together and that's how we came up with her name. <laughs> awesome. So I want to know about labor and delivery. You know, even with the whole like COVID situation, did you have a birth plan when you went into labor and delivery or preparing for it? And did everything go according to the plan you had if you did? Um, I don't like, I, we really didn't have a birth plan. We just wanted to be able to go and, and have, like we weren't even allowed to do a walkthrough of the hospital. Like when I say that every portion, so we're like, so what if we don't get a dry run, like a let's pull up and no, you know, you got to do really nilly out here because it's COVID yeah. and I'm not letting you. So we didn't get to do none of that. So we're freaking out. Like, what if this happens? So she held on a little bit longer. So our doctor decided to induce labor because I'm older. You know, they say over 35. So they decided to induce. So when we went to induce, um, we were in labor for like six and a half hours and our heartbeat dropped. And then they were just like, we got to do a C-section. And next thing you know, you know, we were in there. I was taking the contractions. I didn't have no epidural. I was like. And then and then that happened and I had to get it. And um 
you know, it was just a very, it was a moment because like I said, Davon got to come in, they put him in the whole little thing and he was just holding my hand behind the curtain. And I definitely didn't ex expect birth to be like that. Like yeah. I wanted a, you know, a natural birth, but it just didn't work out in the card. So they had to go and get her. And she just came out like, why are you getting me? Like, I'm good. Like, I, didn't want, I wasn't ready yet. It's coronavirus out there. <laughs> you know? She said it's so um, warm and cozy in here. I don't want to come out. I was girlfriend. <laughs> and um, so, um, yeah, and it just, that was like a bonding. He always says, like, I'll never, I give it up to you from here. Like, because, you know, he's, he was one of those people, you know, the C-section, there's a curtain. I was sitting there like, I don't know if I'm going to make it, like tripping, right? He gonna stand up, look over the curtain, see the gallbladder, see things that he shouldn't have seen. Stop, no. <laughs> he did, he did that. And oh they were like, you gotta sit down. And he was just like, I'll never put you through nothing again. You know, <laughs> you took this. Like, it was a, a definitely experience. Like, we wanted Ava and we got her, so. Oh, man, well, listen, having a baby is definitely something that any spouse will you'll definitely earn the respect because <laughs> it's no joke what your body goes I through. I see over there, Chris. He looked like mm -hmm. oh, no, 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 I'm looking at my phone, but no, I'm, I'm in my head just thinking about either way is going to be crazy whether you get the C-section or you see a natural birth. Because mm -hmm. I looked down there and I was like, "Wow, I ain't doing nothing in the bedroom." <laughs> No, I was getting I, mean, that thing, I was that getting thing is like a transformer. It can like and then go back. I'm just like, come on, man. That's amazing. They think they be laying pipe. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my bad, baby. Am I going too far? No, you always okay, go good. I gotta be <laughs> He has no filter. You get him talking about sex, he ain't gonna turn back. <laughs> what sign is he? He a Leo. I got That's my sign. He's the best. So, do you think, or how has your relationship with your husband changed um, since becoming new parents? Um, you, five months in, do you do you feel like y'all are both just like all over Ava together, or does he ever have to tell you like like come on, like give me some attention? What's going on? Oh, definitely. What I just we just went on a four day vacation in Tulum in Mexico just to get that rekindle moment because he'd be like, you just want to cuddle with Ava at night, or it's Ava this, or we you know she sleeps in our bed. We can't we can't get her to one of her ten cribs that she has. She just <laughs> wants to sleep in between us. And I know it's like bad, but it's just, you know, like she's our little baby. Like I just, it's just what we want to do. And, um, but we are all over her together. Like he helps out if he's either, he's making the bottle or, you know, sterilizing toys or he does her laundry. Fantastic. He has the best roll up. Swaddle game was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> swaddle awesome. game was next level. Swaddling with D. Um, and yep, yeah, look, he said period. <laughs> 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 um, and so yeah, like we're just we're just we're just protective over her, and probably because it's coronavirus, and we've you know you got to stay in the house and all that stuff. It's honestly been kind of a blessing because we don't have that temptation to rip and run and do this and that, like. We're in the house. We don't do we let we just got karaoke, a little basketball court, the swimming pool. Like this is yes. this is how we're doing it. And 
We're going to be proactive with raising our daughter, but I'm going to remember to get it popping, you know. I might be pregnant with my second one because of Mexico. No, <laughs> you got to make sure you hold that man down. You know that. Yeah, yeah. it's something that I definitely learned not to um, let our husbands get lost in the sauce. And that's, you know, they have to work with us too because listen, it ain't all no just ready to go. Like, right when you're ready to go. Okay. Like, yes. give me a moment, but I'm a. You um you said something that you know you guys just went away just the two of you right yes um first off I want to know how that was for you leaving your daughter for the first time but also I feel like that's so important for couples to hear because I know um with my husband we were debating like should we go on a baby moon and my husband was like you know what if we're to go on a trip before the baby or after the baby I'd rather wait till after when you can drink when you can have a little fun when you can kind of feel like you know, even if it's a newer version of yourself, you can, we can get away and kind of rekindle, like you said. Um, I think that time with your partner is so important after you have a baby. But um, what was that like leaving her? God, it was, <laughs> I've done it for two days because I had to go film in LA for another show and I had to go over a weekend. So I had did the two day, but a four day? losing it. I cried, you know, like I felt like, are we being selfish? Like, is it, we, we knew what we were getting into. Like we went through those emotions, but like, and he missed her too. Like after the two days, it was like, you know, it was there, but it, we honestly had the trip booked for our birthdays in April, but because of COVID, everything got shut down. So this was the makeup and I'm exactly what you said. So glad we did it after the baby because I could have cocktails. We went to like a cenote tour and I jumped in fresh lakes off of huge cliffs. Like I got to feel like balls to the walls, haze again, like something invigorating that made me feel like my old self again. So it was very refreshing. And then we came back just in more love and more, you know, we've only been married, married a year. So most of our marriage, I was pregnant and just showering Ava with all that, that love and just a super attentive. We have that energy. It doesn't feel draining. It just, we're like, we got that recharge that we probably needed and um it's been an awesome week for us so far that's good y'all probably got some good sleep we did <laughs> that was my one rule i said listen i'll do what i'm supposed to be here to do for the little part of work but the first rule is i'm sleeping in i want to sleep in so i can't sleep no more like i want to sleep i don't want to wake up to hear anything, to feel a kick in my back, uh, <laughs> sleep and let me live. Like yes, oh my god, <laughs> that's probably the one thing I, that I do miss because it seems like once you become a parent, sleep is just not the same ever again. Because even when they're, you know, you have somebody watching them and you're trying to get some rest, you wake up wondering like, what's going on? Are they okay? Like, mm -hmm. you know. So I remember when I had my first son, my mom had to pull me to the side and she was just like, Monique. You need to like, just like, let the baby sleep. She's like, when the baby sleep, you're, you're still like looking at the baby, like go tend to your husband. <laughs> and I was just like, I was so just like overly obsessed and just like looking at all his features and every day he changed. Yes. I was like, oh my God, he has my eyes today. And then the next day he has Chris's face. Like he went back and forth so much and I just wanted to catch it all. So to the moms out there that are listening who are going through this right now, it is so normal. We all do it. And it does take some like effort on our part to kind of pull us up out of that. So yeah. I, sometimes moms think that that isn't like normal and it really yeah. is. 
We all go through it. And you know, that year goes by so fast. They change so much and you just want to catch, capture it all. We so, do. Like yes. it's, it's that mama session. I really do that. Last night I was watching Ava sleep, like look at her lashes. They look a little bit fuller in her line or look at her lip shape. It's like, and I'm just, and he come in the room like, so you just sitting in the bed looking at her sleep. Like you got it. Like, <laughs> It's so true. Oh my gosh. So what was who who actually watches Ava? Um being the being that you have the platform that you have, how hard is it to find somebody that you can trust? I mean, your baby, that's your most prized possession. How hard is it to find someone you can trust? Who do you have that watches her? And you know, what's that comfort level like? Um, I'm blessed. So I pulled um a move where we just got a new home in my mom's neighborhood. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we're on the estate gated side and she's on the um on the other estate side and um it's literally probably like two and a half 2.5 minutes away um because oh, we were in the high rise and stuff in downtown and she's like it's time to get a house and you need to slow it down you need to be a mom and that fast life and taking ava up and down elevate you know i was getting ready down she was really down like that so we got a home over here in houston and um yeah, so grandma's around the corner. Um, oh my gosh. I definitely needed it for this first year because I have siblings that still live at home. I'm the oldest, so I have younger siblings. And so Ava can go to her grandma, grandpa, and her TTs and, you know, her uncles. Mm -hmm. And that's, I don't have to worry about it. Well, let, let me ask you a question on that. So um, did you basically give all of the directions on how you want the baby raised or do you let grandma just pretty much handle it and kind of do her style? You know, I'll be reading grandma. grandma <laughs> when uh, we were in Mexico, she put Ava's hair in a ponytail and I said, listen, we don't put ponytail holders on her hair yet because we need it to get fuller. I don't need you snatching it out. For <laughs> like, oh, but she, I cut it, take it out. <laughs> Period. Like I'm not, I'm not doing right. that what you think she look cute in it's not i need her to have some more hair before you do that so um and i give her like she, she comes over like she helps me decorate she helps me you know put stuff like you know we're like a real like mom and you know daughter duo and she gets ava's routine and when she tries to interject and change it i'll be like that's cute but that's not what she's doing like <laughs> she's not doing that and i go to her pediatrician and you know and um the pediatricians always tell us about grandma and grandma theories and put a little K-Row syrup in the bottle. Right. With the cosplay, like, you know, they always got their no. little, and they be like, no, get some Mylacon and put it in. <laughs> and that's, you know, and, and get it done. And so, you know, we got our little things back and forth, but Ava's surrounded by her family and it's all love. Okay, I, that was a setup question. So how <laughs> is it between you and the husband dealing with the baby? Oh, you kind of just tell him what to do, or he's like, I got it. I'm doing it my way. The baby will be fine. Mm. If you're scared to speak on it, I don't want to cause no riff. He comes to all the doctor's appointments, so he hears and sees what's going on and what she needs to do. And he honestly, he gets it. He gets information too. like everybody's on the same betterment path for Ava. The only difference, I think, is I'm really, really OCD. So when I have Ava, her, you know, when we change her diaper, everything's put back in place. You know, her bottles go straight to the, and that when daddy has Ava, I come back like, oh, okay. So this is what y'all got going on. Oh. <laughs> That's me all day. That's me like, all day. Be happy. 
And she could right? It's like, okay, you got it. Like, you know. That was, that was a struggle for me and Chris for a while because I am very, like, particular. I like to call it. He calls okay. it, That's cute. Call it particular. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to get to the point. And Ali, you actually said this before. Daddies do it differently. Yes. That, that changed my life because even with my kids being older, I have to remind myself sometimes that, okay, they're still going to be alive <laughs> if right. daddy does it his way. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a little bit of a struggle at times for me to just like, you know, but I like my babies to be shiny. I like yeah. them to be lubed up with shea butter. I don't want to see no ashy lips. <laughs> I don't want to see no ash at all. Like I want them to be lubed up, put the coconut oil where it needs to go. And, you know, I don't play about stuff like that. My baby, one thing you ain't ever gonna say about my babies is, is that they look dry. <laughs> <laughs> Not ashy. When you do it like that though, you know, with the, you know, the, let the men do it their way. The babies learn how to adapt to different situations, you know. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah. But I, but I also feel like they also kind of learn when their wives or partners are right. Like, you know, I was like, you know what, daddies do it differently. You do your thing, and so you know, my husband would skip his nap, and instead they'd watch football, and then the baby would be a terror. And I'm like, well, you know. That's why it's real. <laughs> yeah. Or if yes. you don't want to stick that mylocon drop in every bottle, you're going to deal with constipated Ava. And she is not nothing to play with. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, you know, do it. And then does it, okay. Okay. You know, I'm a new mom. So I'm going to ask you guys. So do you guys feel that the baby knows when, like, I feel like she's more appreciative of me a little bit now. Like, Ooh, I'm back with mommy. At least <laughs> they do that. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Oh yes. No, because you can tell. I, I've, I definitely, I'm a firm believer that babies pick up energies, okay. and there have been times where I would come home and I could literally feel my son just having a. <sighs> yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. They definitely can pick up on mommy's energy. You know, nobody does it better than mommy. They've been in your room for all of that time. And then they come out and they're they're so connected with you more than anybody, I believe. And then the daddies have to like, kind of like do their skin skin time and just yeah. develop that bond as well. But that connection is definitely real. I mean, I know, honestly, like you should soak it all up in the beginning because when they get older and they're like, oh, dad's actually really cool. Then they kind of leave you behind. So that's great. Yeah, you, yeah. you know, sometimes it's like I want to take the babies when they were really young and do stuff with them just to give Monique a break. And the baby's just cutting up. The baby wants the mom. I'm like, look, Monique, ain't nothing I can do with this. You got to take the baby. The baby wants you. So then I'll do my little wink thing around and do what I got to do and get away. Right. <laughs> and always get off. always got a store run to go to. It's always that's a right, store run. Right. They always get the little breaks. I don't know how they be taking all these breaks. I'm like, how do they just be laying down on the couch and taking naps? We still take naps. Like, oh, we're smart. And when you get time to have a break, take the break. Monique will start working on other stuff. So it's like, all right, I got a nap time in because the baby's sleeping, you know? So that ain't my no, I'm thinking about when she's sleeping, about all the other things I can't do when she's awake. So I'm trying to knock it all out. I'm trying to do each, every single little task just so I can. And then, yeah, we're more tired because we don't even sleep through the naps. But see, that, that, that's unfair to the husband, though, because, because now he's getting neglected. Well, maybe the husband should help out with some of those things on that checklist. Nobody can do it like mommy. <laughs> it's like a long circle of, of confusion. and <laughs> But no, I wanted to know how has balancing life been? 
But um, I mean, you're you're an entrepreneur. You're a working woman. Now you're a mom. You're also a wife. Have have you reached any points where you're like, oh my god, this is a lot to balance. Like this is a lot to deal with. Yeah, I mean, I like the timing of my when I had Ava was just like crazy because another show that I was on Marriage Bootcamp that me and Davon did came out two weeks after we had Ava. So I didn't even get to take a break because two weeks after birth, I'm sitting there stitched up, getting hair and makeup done in my kitchen, having to do a People Magazine interview or whatever, because you're obligated to promote you know, your shows, your jobs that you're on. And I'm just like, damn, I didn't even get like a maternity leave. Like I would feel bad, like that's time I'm taking away from bonding with my my newborn baby, you know, you get that, the mom guilt whole, like, you know, feeling. And it was just like, balancing it is going to be an act, but you know, I feel like it's just, you know, I, I, I wanted it. I'm here. I'm doing it. I'm fortunate enough to be in a position to have a job that I can work from home, you know, and that, you know, part of my work is with Ava. You know, we we do campaigns together. They've been loving baby Ava this is before she came out the womb. So I'm in a blessed situation because I didn't didn't want to have to put her in daycare or you know the whole nanny thing yet. Like I just want to be with my daughter all the time, and so it's been like super blessed. And then we just we work around it. If I have to go and I have to go work, I just have to suck it up and do it. But it's not very often, so. Yes. It's amazing to realize the strength that you have that you may not even realize you once had. Once you start having kids and you're able to juggle all of these different things, then you kind of sit back some days and be like, man, how am I doing all of this? Like, this is so much. And what was I doing with my time before I had the baby? I swear it's like kids are almost like a um, they, it's like they are a timestamp. You can look at any time period. And based on their life, like you can probably think about right now what you were doing when Ava was one month old. Absolutely. You know, so it's <laughs> like you really document your life in a way that, you know, not having kids just it, you'll you'll be like, oh, my God, what did I do last week or last year? I can't remember what I was doing 10 years ago before I had kids. But mm-hmm. every year that I've had my son, I can literally tell you exactly where I was at a certain given time because of him just kind of like documenting those moments. And it's a beautiful thing. And you just become selfless. Like you don't care about your nails anymore. You don't care about your hair. I I still haven't even lost all my baby weight. And I usually would be like tripping like over body conscious stuff. But Ava loves holding on to my extra new little curves and stuff. (laughs) I'm just like, I feel like real mama bear with my extra little weight on. And I'm like, like, damn, I know I need to snap back and all that. But like, (laughs) you know, I feel real mommy-ish right now. You know what I'm saying? But got a little hip now. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like I had before, you know, and it's like you really just just become like I, that's the changes become selfless individuals. And you just really want to do your best and be the best version of yourself for this little human being that is depending on you. Yeah, it's making me a better person for sure. Right. It's funny that you say that because I always had a fear of death, you know, of dying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I know I wasn't living right, so I didn't know where I was going, you know. But <laughs> once, once I had my babies, it's just like, you know, if somebody came in and, and was like, somebody got to die, which one is going to take the bullet for these kids? Without a question. So it, it, it's totally different for me now, you know, just being protective of them and, you know, making sure that they're OK and, and taking care of them. So definitely made me kind of get over that whole fear. I know I that was good. Whole, I even have a whole new anxiousness of 
Am I preparing for the future, right? Am I saving enough for Ava's private school? Am I like now you have like a whole different kind of stress. I'm sitting there like, oh, did I get the Charles Schwab account done? Did I get her trust fund? Like, am I doing the, you know, like you start not even worrying about the new Gucci bag that just came out. Or the new, what You know what I'm saying? Or the new Balenciaga, whatever. Like you said, I'm sitting over here like, Oh, I gotta get the pony cycle for Christmas. I gotta get the the better car booty. Like it's a whole different thing now. I want to go back to something you said real quick um, about how she loves your curves and and everything. Um, I think that's important for for new moms, especially to hear to you know the ones who want to lose that baby weight immediately and they're hard on themselves because they're not. You know, for every new mom, like cut yourself some slack. Like you birthed a human like you grew a human that is incredible that is beautiful don't put pressure on yourself to you know immediately lose that baby weight and honestly social media has really been helping me understand that concept they've been really supportive of me like posting pictures where I still have like you know a little baby gut or I still have weight and like moms are on there like cheering me on like yeah. we're glad you didn't go get on the surgery table yet and, yeah. and you're like enjoying the process and I'm like Wow, people have been really encouraging because you know we can get down on ourselves. Y'all are both snatch, Ali and Monique. Y'all look like I see collarbones and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, they've actually been like really supportive of like my journey, and it's like it's cool. Like you know, I'll I'll get back, I'll get to it, and I want to be healthy for her. But like you know, I'm just doing it at my time. And yeah, it's real. So, I love that. I love that. Look, Hazel, we could talk to you all day long. This yeah, is really amazing. And I think the last part that you just said is literally words to live by for all the new moms out there. It's a process. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. And I can tell that you are you are just so full of life. Not that you were before, but I can just see like you're just so glowing right now. It's like you, you got all of that new mom energy. I love it. I can't wait to see how many other babies you pop out. You and you can teach me a couple things eventually. I can check y'all out. Y'all yeah, yeah. Right. Yes, definitely. And, and, you know, <laughs> you know, the, the, the fun part of the process is, is the practice that you'll have to do to get to the baby making. So look, exactly. all of that practice will make perfect, right? <laughs> yeah, he might get a junior. He might get a junior. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So I think that uh, as far as tips and everything that any any of the listeners out there, when it comes to being, um, you know, a new mom and having that baby obsession, it's okay. It's natural. Enjoy it. But at the same time, just keep making sure that you're taking care of your husband and not losing yourself, most importantly. So um, all of the moms out there listening, thank you so much. Hazel, tell everybody where they can find you um, on social media. Okay. Yes. You can find me. Um, I'm at Hazel E baby on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, just Hazel E baby across the board. Check me out on iTunes, whatever. And I did want to say one thing, though. Shout out to the single moms, because I have friends who are single moms, and it's really a hats off to you, because I probably would go crazy without my partner, my spouse, doing this with me. So for all the women out there who are doing it by themselves, you're literally like true heroes. And hold it down. And, you know, I really just, I look up to you guys, because you guys are some real queens. That's oh, my God. 
Yes, and that look, that's our moment of silence. You just gave it to us. <laughs> that was great. Like seven babies, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 hard. <laughs> that's a, it's a lot of work having one. I can't yeah. even imagine. So no, absolutely right. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. The motherhood obsession is real and we own it. We love it. Make sure y'all visit notforlazymoms.com and we will see y'all next week. <laughs>